Hi, my name is Joseph and I'm Kashina and we release a podcast every Sunday where we will cover the topics of faith, marriage and parenting, giving you insight into our journey as a Christian family. You can find us on Instagram at a family bound by grace or email us at a family bound by grace at outlook.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Yay! Um, today's episode, 16th of February. It is. And we're going to be talking about steps to loving your children. Oh, yes. Since everyone's in the mood of love-ish. Should always be in the mood of love. Kinda. Okay, so we're going to get started. First of all, we think it's important to identify your love language and their love language. So there's a guy called Gary something. I think his name's Chapman. I don't really know. We'll figure that out and let you know. Yep, bringing all that info to you (laughs) right now, guys. (laughs) He has um, five different love languages. Okay, so the first thing that we suggest doing is identifying your child's love language. So this guy called Gary Chapman, he writes a book, he has quizzes online of how you can find or identify your children's love languages and also your own love languages. So there's five love languages. We have um, words of affirmation. We have that's saying, well done, you've done such a great job. Oh my days, your hair looks amazing. Um, Acts of service, uh, actually doing something for the other person. Um, receiving and giving gifts. Some people feel more loved when somebody gives them a gift. And what you'll find is usually if that person, um, person's love language is giving gifts, receiving gifts, they're more likely to give gifts as well. Quality time, actually spending time with the person, cancelling everything out, everything else, not being on your phone while you're there with them, mm. making them, <laughs> making them number one. Um, And number five is physical touch. Hugs, kisses, a stroke, hand on the back, all that physical touch can really help somebody make or help them to feel loved. And our job as parents, I feel it's our duty to learn how our children feel loved. Problem, if you have more than one child, it doesn't mean that they feel loved the same, the same Mm -hmm. way. That's problematic, right? It is problematic. Because you've got more work to do. Yeah. Same way they don't like all the same things, the same way they don't learn the same way, the same way they don't love in the same way. So you have to find out how they love or how they feel loved and go from there. Yeah. Which makes it difficult a bit... Which makes it difficult. I don't know what that was. Which makes your job a bit more difficult being a parent, but you're a parent. This is what you have to do. Okay, so it's quality time, physical touch, acts of service, giving and receiving gifts, and words of affirmation. So what Gary Chapman says is that some people, most people feel loved in different ways. We just have to identify the way we feel loved. And that makes it quite difficult because 
I feel that this doesn't just happen. You don't, your child doesn't just come into this world and you're like, oh, I know what your love language is. You actively have to make an effort to learn your child's love language. And Gary Tom Thompson, that's not his name, Gary Chapman actually has a book on the five lang- love languages for children, for kids. We'll find that link and we'll put it below. Uh, point two, spend time identifying what they enjoy and don't be too busy to indulge. Now, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with all of y'all. Be real. You had the baby stage, just cute, and you want to spend time. And Apart from when they're crying, then you get them away and stuff like that. But you got that part. Yeah, give them away to the mum. We're not on that topic right now. <laughs> Then you got the the kind of toddler through to just before their teens age. And that's a tiring age and you're like, oh, okay, they're developing. They don't even know what they want themselves and they're doing this and they're doing that and they're swaying backwards and forwards. And that's the part where people normally leave that connection with their child. And it's boring. Like It is boring. Our son loves to, so to play speak. David and it, Goliath. Sorry. It's boring because your children want to do the same things over and over again. That's their way of learning. That's their way of having fun. And to us, it's like, okay. <laughs> Can you be Goliath? Every single day. Multiple Lion. times a day. He calls us to be Goliath. So that he can be David and swing around a piece of string or a pencil or whatever he has in his hand at the time. Which is his sling. Which is his sling. And you got act like it hit you in the middle of your forehead and fall over. <laughs> About 10 times before he survived. And then expect you to get back up. Yep. With your action. But the reality is it's boring. I mean... It's boring. Hopefully it's not just us that finds those games super duper boring. It used to be fun. It'd be like, oh yeah, he liked the story. Yay. And then he kept doing it over and over again. <laughs> but the reality is, is actually this is really important for it your is. relationship with them. And so you have to indulge them. You have to solidifies things like this in their mind let them know that you was there playing with them and this is how you start to form that relationship with your child if you don't do these things and then try to come back at a later age when they're 10 11 12 or whatever maybe and can actually hold a conversation with you they're not going to want to because you didn't indulge them before they don't have that relationship with you they don't see you as someone to go to I want to say. Arguably. So it's really finding out what it is that they're interested in and getting down and doing it. Even if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. But you have to pretend you like it. You do have to pretend you like it, yeah. Whether it's colouring in or teaching them their spellings, whatever they're interested in at the time. Because that could turn into their career in the long run. It could. It really could. And actually, you find when you put your mind to it it's not as bad as it seems no it's not just look forward to bedtime (laughs) (laughs) okay so another way to help your children know that you love them or to show love to your child is to give them lots of hugs and kisses and lots of affection now this is actually a real struggle for me I'm gonna be real gonna be honest it just doesn't come easily why are you making funny faces that the people Nothing. can't see? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm so interested. I'm so interested. Say what you got to say, innit? So lots of hugs and kisses, guys. <laughs> um, 
Now, yeah, show, show your children affection. Um, in you, at the end of the day, you're showing your children how they should be treated um, when they get older as well. So, if you're not showing them an affection, any affection, then they assume that they shouldn't be showing any affection when they get older, or they crave for it and they go to it from the wrong places. Mm. So, we need to show them their affection, whether it's a boy or a girl that you got. I know boys, you're meant to toughen them up and all of that. And you can do that. But you also need to show them that their father loves them. Give them a hug. Or a nudge. No, know. no, we're not no. nudging okay. out here. Get them, get them, get them, get them. A hug. A hearty handshake. <laughs> no, 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 give them a hug. I always hug my son. <laughs> no, it's fine, yeah. No, give, give them a hug. And for those who are like me, who really struggle with affection, I hear you, I feel the struggle, but do you know what? Sometimes you just have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and it's something that I'm really trying to work on. Hold on, I think that was like a super quote there. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Why a super quote? <laughs> I don't know, it just sounds like one of those things that oxymoron type. It is. That makes so much sense. Let's just <laughs> pause it's a second. <laughs> it's uncomfortable um, until it becomes comfortable. It was really uncomfortable uncomfortable for me to say I love you to the kids because well I didn't hear it much she so. still doesn't even say it to me ah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it was something that I had to really work on because I knew that I wanted them to know that I loved them like for me to verbally say it without it being uncomfortable for me to say it now it's not uncomfortable but there's other things that I still have to work on that is uncomfortable that I want to make comfortable. Now it's comfortable for me to say I love you. So your children need to they need to hear the words coming out of your mouth and they need to actually feel the love through your hugs and kisses. And kids especially, little kids especially, they love it. No, they do. A lot of the times that they come up to us individually, but they come up to us and... and they act grumpy or whatever it may be, or they just come follow you around. And most of the time, just because they want a hug. You give them a hug and then they disappear or something. <laughs> Literally. It's just like, they love companies feeling up. Tend them to go away or whatever it may be. Or why don't you go play? Or why don't you go do this? It's just just, just give them a hug. Mm, definitely. Like, literally, it can sometimes just be a, a minute or two minutes of, hey, what's wrong? You okay? Give them a hug and they're fine. Rather than a whole day of, oh, just go play. Oh, go do this. I'll go do that. Mm. So, yeah. I think we, we both need it. Not just the kids need it. We need it too. Because when you actually give them a hug and you see their smiles, it just makes the day a little bit better. Okay, so the other thing is to listen. We spoke about actually saying I love you as well and giving hugs. Um, but listening is just as important. Now, I don't know if you got children like our children, but our children's stories are very long-winded. We're working on it, guys. <laughs> we need to get to 1% of the story, and they have to go through that 99, and we're just like, what, what is the point you're trying to get at? <laughs> like, what do you want me to know? That's, 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 just tell me what you want me to know. But they're I need so to know what happened excited. three weeks ago. They're so excited oh. to say it. And actually, when you give them your undivided attention, it makes them feel loved and wanted. It makes a day go slowly. Ah, <laughs> come on, give them a break. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember seeing this do? quote. <sighs> My paraphrasing is terrible. But it was something like, listen to your children that like they're the most amazing person in the world. Mm. So the same way you guys sit down and watch football and it entertains shouting at a TV screen. I don't watch football, so I can say this. It's the same way you should pay attention to your child from a man's point of view anyway. Oh, really? From a woman's point of view. The same way you spend hours buying clothes. What? Where did that even come from? Spending money. Like the same way you your children are children. wise. And actually, sometimes it's very... There's little gems amongst all of the extra information. I mean, for those who have older children, do you find that your conversations are more interesting? Let us know, because obviously our children are still young and we haven't hit those teenage years yet. But I'm assuming, and I would believe, because everybody wants to be listened to, right? Like we as adults want to be listened to, we expect our children to listen to us when we're talking to them. And actually, they want us to listen to them too and expect us to listen to them as well. So lending a listening ear, active listening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is Uh the laces were blue. And then when they finish, you'd be like, they really did all that? Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Literally. And then you wait for that signal that you can actually leave. (laughs) (laughs) but they feel like you listen to them and they're happy yeah you definitely should so yeah so um another important point is our words are powerful the tongue is like a two-edged sword and it's the most one the most impact one the most powerful tools that you have at your disposal care to go into depth um we just have to be very mindful of the words that we say to our children and realize how much of an impact it has it's very easy to be super sarcastic to children because they're small and you think that they don't get it my children do they do get it's it it's quite quite sad actually i can't really be sarcastic anymore well it's not a good thing to even be sarcastic the youngest in one. the first place no but that even the youngest one gets it yeah he's so funny i can't, I can't even make jokes anymore because he's like Really, Daddy? How did you understand that? How did you know that I wasn't being real with you? You get shit and he's like, oh, man. No, really, though. It, cut the sarcasm. Correct your tone. It's literally something that we've been praying about a lot in this household. Mm. Because it's so easy to have your tone correct when everything's going well. But when your kids aren't listening and when you've had a hard day and you're super tired and you're hungry and you just burnt the food, it's so easy for your tone to change when... I'm sorry, I don't burn food. So they're just, they're just <laughs> that's just why we're talking about you here. But continue. <laughs> continue. Why are you blasting me <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that Because I can't let people know that uh, I, don't, I don't burn food. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Sheena's banned from you just using one uh, of the pots. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah, back on topic. yeah, yeah. Totally off. Um... What was I even saying? Be mindful of the words that you use and the way you use them. There's actually nothing worse than you're 
you're already in a frustrating mode and then your child comes up to you and they're like mommy and you're like yes and you snap and you just see their face crumple because you've just said something in a harsh tone and it didn't have to be they didn't deserve it they didn't or they're trying to climb over you and you're upset that they're climbing over you and then the way that you speak to them makes them feel away and you can see you see in their faces their little hearts us as adults, we know what that feeling's like. It's that like little sinking feeling in your heart and your stomach and you feel really super worthless. You don't feel loved. And when we speak to our children that way, regardless if we think that it's a good enough reason in our head, it's not. We have to be mindful of the way we speak to them because the way we speak to them makes them feel loved or makes them not feel loved. And that's hard. And let's face it, guys, we're human. Sometimes it happens. The problem is, is as adults, we're stubborn, stuck up, and we're hard-headed and feel that it's not our place to, to apologise or say sorry. Once again... We are the example. Yeah. We really are the example. Humble yourself. Apologise to your child. Yeah. But if you keep making the same mistake, then they'll probably just get easier. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, but you didn't need to apologize to your child. You need to teach them that example. Because when they do it to somebody else or to their sibling or whatever it may be. We're quick yeah, to tell to them, them off. Yeah. We're quick yeah. to tell them off. And it's hard. And ultimately, we, we as the parents show our children the most high God's love. So if we're not showing our children love on a daily basis, there's an issue. Our children don't know, they don't know Christ on that kind of level yet. So everything we do, everything we say, how we react. It's a representation. Listen, the, the responsibility is, is deep. It's deep. And so we really have to make sure that we're taking the time out to, to show them love and one thing I like to do at the end of each day is just reflect, think back, okay, did I say I love you? Did I actually hug them? And I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect and I don't always do it. And then I'm like, okay, Father, we need to work on this tomorrow because this can't go for a second day. Mm. And it's being just very aware of the fact that we've been blessed with these beautiful children. It's our responsibility, our duty to love them like Christ loves them. That way we grow children that love and feel loved and are more secure. And know how to show it. And know how to show it in a healthy way. So those points, just to reiterate, this is steps to loving your children. Point one, identify your love language and their love language. Um, Spend time, point two, spend time identifying what they enjoy and don't be too busy. To be showing an interest in their interest. Point three, give lots of hugs and kisses. Let affection be normal. Normal, that second nature. (laughs) Step four. Listen to them like they're the smartest, most amazing person in the world. I mean, they are children, so raise them up to be just like that. 
one point I'll say on that is mm. it's within reason. We don't want to raise spoiled children no, who feel like not. everyone must drop everything as soon as they call and beckon. We're not saying that, but we're saying don't dismiss children. And it's so difficult to not do that as well because we have so much technology around and it's so easy to be sucked into what we're doing. Mm. Like, hold on a second, let me just finish. I don't know how many times I say that a day. Um. But what if we showed our children how important they were by making them first and mm-hmm. others other second. second? And point five, our words are powerful. So cut the sarcasm, correct your tone, be mindful of the words you use. Come on, guys. Our words can make or break our children. So let's be let's be conscious of what words we're using. Love your children. We want you to love them. We want you to show them the most high God's love. And for us as well, for Jay and I, it's a a timely reminder for us as well to remember to show our children love while they're here. Let's not waste time and then try to rebuild it later. Let's use the time that we have and learn to love our children now. Definitely. Definitely. Well, on that note, have faith. Show love. And give grace. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at A Family Bound by Grace, or you can find all our podcasts and more information by going to www.preparingthehome.co.uk. We'll see you next week, guys. Ciao.